And now, The Fine Print with Attorney Jen Rout. Print with Attorney Jen Rout. I am Attorney Jen Rout, and with me, as always, is my kind of sickly sidekick, Ben Needenthal. Oh, God, please help me. I'm dying. Oh, you're not dying. I'm you dying, have a cold. Jen. I'm dying. I'm he's, dying. He's very whiny when he's dying. Uh, no, I'm just dying. <laughs> oh. I can't really actually say that because I'm not dying. But, you just have a cold a you know, nasally. It sounds nice to get a little rest. So, you know, but uh, a little yeah. sympathy, need yeah. a hug, mm-hmm. cough drop, yeah. tissues. Maybe. Stiff drink, something like that. <laughs> a very, hot toddy. Very It'll be stiff fine. Drink. Yeah. So, no, I'm, 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 I'm actually on the 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 downslope of of having a nasty cold, which, as you know, is when everything comes out of your face, and that's always a good time. And as an Gross. adult, as an adult, I tell my child fairly frequently, "Don't pick your nose. That's rude." But as an adult, I'm like, "But that's." How you got to get the stuff Gross. out of there, man. So, yeah. So, we're 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 picking noses and things. So that's how we're starting today's show. What are we talking about today, Jen? Ew. Um, Is it nose picking? Because that would be a weird coinkydink. Yeah, it would be. Hmm. And sadly, no. Yeah. Um, although, I, what we are talking about is um, all of the various levels of litigation and going to trial and what all that means. And one thing you should not do... Well, testifying at trial is pick your nose. That is, it, juries that, will be turned one against of the you. Most hamfisted segues I've ever heard in my entire life. It is, but, but I'm going to let it pass this you time. You should. Yeah, we actually had somebody who um, we he did a video deposition. So a deposition is during the discovery process mm. when you're trying to find out all the facts that right. everybody knows, good and bad, on both sides. Yeah, yeah. And we had this guy come in. And he had a spit cup for his dip. Man. And he's on video. Was this in Jackson? Yes. Of course it was in Jackson. Oh, don't pick on Jackson. But You pick on Jackson frequently. I do. <laughs> okay, so. I can name at least a half a dozen stories you've told on this podcast. True. Okay, so this guy built a crappy house. He didn't do a number of things you're supposed Another to do. Another thing we've talked about, about Jackson right. on this podcast. Fine. People building but crappy houses. You got to understand yeah. that he sat back and he slouched way down in his chair. So, like, we had to adjust the camera because he's, like, reclined back. <laughs> you're, like, looking over his beer gut at right. him. Yes. He has his little spit cup. And so he's constantly spitting. And his attorney is Flipping out because we can use this video at trial to mm. impeach him. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. And so he keeps spitting and it, he calls a jacuzzi tub a koozie tub. And uh, <laughs> I think you know, we've mentioned this particular yeah. person before. <laughs> he, he's colorful. <laughs> wow. Picking his nose, like flicking things. Good and you're like, Lord. oh. Gross. It's almost like that's like practice to just be an asshole on camera. Well, I think he was just trying to be a jerk. Yeah. Um, but he didn't realize how damaging. Yeah, that can be really that bad. is. Yeah. So the big thing, first off, if you're gonna sue someone or if you are getting sued, mm-hmm. the biggest thing for you is credibility. Yeah. You want to look like a reasonable human being. 
Right. Which means you're getting divorced and you and your spouse are fighting. You don't want to send off that tirade in a text message right. of you crazy psycho B, blah, blah, blah. Because mm. guess what that makes you look like? An asshole. And a hothead <laughs> who can't be around children. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah, perfect role model for a child. Exactly what you yeah. want your kids being around. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So credibility is important, mm -hmm. which also means you need to prepare for things. Mm -hmm. You need to keep a journal and you need to review it before you go talk things through. Mm. Um, and this is especially important in litigation because anything you say during your written discovery, mm -hmm. so written dis let's before we get into it, let's make sure we're clear on how this whole thing starts. A lawsuit is filed. Mm -hmm. You have some initial pleadings. So that's just some stuff. It's normally the complaint, an answer, maybe a counterclaim, followed by right. another answer to the counterclaim. This person did this. That's why I'm filing a suit. That person has a the, chance to say. Well, this person did that. I'm owed damages too. So, right. Or... I'm suing for divorce. Well, cool, because I want to be rid of you, too. <laughs> okay. So it's everybody pointing the finger. Yeah. But it's laying out. I'm not laughing at divorce, by the way. I'm no, sorry. but I'm just I'm laughing just... at that. That that seems to be the general. <laughs> That's how it works. Attitude that goes into a situation like that. <clears throat> right. So that the complaint and counterclaims really lay out who are the important people involved. Okay. And what. You did. Right. Like the general beef that right. we're fighting over. Right. Okay. After that, you begin the discovery period. And in discovery, that's where both sides are trying to find the pros and cons to their case. Okay. So during that time, you first have written discovery. Mm -hmm. And you ask – there's three types of written discovery. Um, there's dis written interrogatories. That's where – questions are asked right you answer right very simple it's in writing it's normally not questions like um that require a big narrative right it's normally something like name address social security number phone number okay okay that's one that would be one question okay um Second question. Now, right. these are all like <clears> – <throat> these are all on record too. So this is – Well, so they're not filed with the court okay. yet. Okay. Um, because we do often ask for information that could be considered confidential. Sure, sure. So we don't file these with the court Unless we're going to use them. Right. So you should approach it if you're in this situation it's as going though it's going to be, to be on court. the record. Right. Because everything you say in response to these can and will be used against you. So, and I don't want to go too far down a tangent here, but if you say something that is False. erroneous in this thing, then you could theoretically get dinged for perjury if you... Oh, absolutely. If it goes that far. Yeah. Right. So, for instance, dinged it, for perjury because that's a really light charge, you know. Right. <laughs> so, let's just say it's a motor vehicle accident. Right. And you are asked, tell, you know, what what are the series of events? Right. Essentially. Mm -hmm. You'd word that slightly different, but basically you're saying, what happened? Yeah. And you lay it out. Right. Or what color was the car that ran the red light? Okay. Blue. <laughs> okay. And then you go and testify at trial 
whether it be as a witness or, you know, because you're suing. Right. Um, or you're being sued, you know, plaintiff or defendant. It happens. Um, yeah. Either way, whichever side you're on and you say the car was red. Right. Well, then that attorney can say, are you sure the car was red? <laughs> Basically. Mm-hmm. And then they can pull out your discovery responses and say, "You do you remember when I sent you discovery requests? They were called this. You filled them out with your attorney? Yes or no? Well, yeah. let me refresh your memory. Right. And you're going to get handed a copy of mm-hmm. your answers. Okay. And people don't realize this because they always like they like to brush off. Hmm. The answers, and they right. don't realize the importance of a single word, because huh. everyone and their mom's going to tear these responses sure, yeah. apart. Yeah. So you try to keep it brief but complete, right? Because if you say the car was flying down the road, mm-hmm. and then it turns out they were going twenty miles an hour, right? You're losing credibility. Yeah, yeah. which means. The judge or the jury is not going to believe anything that comes out of your mouth. Right, right. It That's starts painting good. a picture of somebody who's right unreliable is, at the very least. Exactly. Right. It's being used to impeach. Same thing like in a divorce case. If you're constantly screaming the sky is falling, mm-hmm. um, for instance, we have one case um, or had one case where the wife constantly accused the husband of abuse. Hmm. Husband was a doctor, and because this all happened, he now can't be hired in with hospitals. Wow. Because they searched the public record, and there's this whole— This was a divorce case? It was a divorce case. Uh So they're splitting up custody of the kids. They had a son who was, like, 15, out of control. Yeah. Um, And if he was doing something crazy, dad would, like— Calm it down. Right. He might do it in a physical way, but it was never like a punch, a... Sure. You know, it was like, I'm yeah. holding your arms. Yeah. Stop hitting people. Right. Type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And that would get blown out of proportion. Okay, mm-hmm. well, because she made this charge, mm-hmm. he can't get a job at a hospital. That's crazy. So he lost $400,000 a year income. Wow. And she wants all of this alimony and support, but because she made this charge- She kind of shot herself in the foot. She absolutely did. Huh. So she discredits him, he loses his job, and now he doesn't have the money from the job that he lost because of her, and she wants the money that was based off of his income. Right. Gotcha. So now she has shot herself in the foot. Yikes. Wow. And- the guardian ad litem and this whole investigation, all of this stuff happens, and they all find, no, dad's really the only one who can control this out-of-control raging child yeah. who's mad that mom and dad are getting a divorce. Yeah, Dad wanted to put him in therapy. Mom kept saying no. So on mom's days to take him, mom wouldn't take kid to therapy. Oh, for God's sakes. Right. So these things matter. And yeah. just because you're mad and you're emotional— you need to calm it down. Yeah. And be you got to yeah. remove the emotion sometimes. Yep. Because if not you're harming your case. Right. And it's like I mean it's uh, and I I imagine especially with divorce that a lot of them are based off of emotion. People oh, yeah. are very very emotional and I would imagine in other areas of suits and litigations that that's 
a strong factor. I mean, it's essentially it's two people who disagree on something in this situation, right? Right. I mean, it's not like you know a company is suing somebody for something. Well, and, you know. at the end of the day, with divorce, we're dividing up assets and figuring out a parenting plan. Yeah. Like. Yeah, it's a that's a tough thing to go through. It's hard to go through, especially you've built your life with someone. Now you're dividing it up in bits and pieces and we're arguing over who gets the golf clubs. Yeah. Um, That sucks. It sucks. Yeah. But. And you should keep all the golf clubs together too, by the by. Yeah. I mean, you can't play with a half a set. That's stupid. But if you think about it, you have a choice here. Yeah. You have a choice to make it win-win. Yeah. Or you have a choice to make it lose-lose. Right. And, and I, I, I mean, the, to, to the point of put your best self forward, be mm-hmm. the, be a professional, not a not necessarily professional, but don't be, don't be a dick. <laughs> there it goes again. You know, just, you know, it, it, paint yourself in a positive light, do that for yourself. And right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, I mean, that's just your basic duh. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, the other thing that can happen during discovery is subpoenas, mm. and that often happens to financial institutions. So we send a subpoena to Chase and say, send us all of the credit card statements for this person for so long, um, or whatever else. So that's what we're looking at. Right. Um, the last thing is also deposition. So that's what we talked about before when that's recorded. Yeah. Um, not always on video, sometimes on video. Right. Um, the times you are often on video, one, it's if there's a concern about control. Yeah. People get weirded out about being on video. Yeah. And they I, behave. I can attest to that. Right. <laughs> and generally speaking, they behave in the best light possible. Right. Um, not always, though. Right. For instance, I was taking a deposition of kind of a hot-headed guy. Um and it was a sensitive topic, and I was pushing some buttons, but I was and I was doing it on purpose. He was the defendant; I was representing um, a plaintiff, and so like we're working through this. And he's like, "Well, if you step on the property, I'm going to shoot you too." Whoa! You see That's... the attorney punch him in the leg. Immediately call for a recess. Wow! Drama. Yeah, major drama. Right. So All because if I walked onto my client's property, he was going to shoot me. That's a threat. So, so generally he, speaking, don't threaten. Don't threaten people while the, you're on the record. Let and, alone uh, attorneys. <laughs> I right. would imagine those are kind of the worst people besides yeah, you probably police don't, officers. probably don't want yeah. to threaten attorneys, police officers, judges. We don't play around with that mm, stuff. No. Right. So that's an important thing. And even though it's an emotional situation and you're angry Mm -hmm. and I was purposely testing. So what attorneys will do during deposition. Yeah. um, They test theories. Yeah. Um, They besides getting all the facts, they want to get all the facts. But then we can test. Like. If we spin something this way, and I don't want to – it's not necessarily spin. It's really if we present the facts this way, Yeah. what's the reaction, and is there any other facts that are going to come out of it? Right, right. Because people forget things, especially litigation takes a long time, months, years, years and years sometimes. Yeah. So 
facts and memories fade, this way we can kind of pull things out of people by figuring it out. Interesting. By testing theories. Interesting. Um, Okay. And that's what I was doing when he got very angry. Well, if he does that at trial... That's not good. That's not going to go well for him. No. I know what buttons to push, and he, his attorney knows what she needs to calm down. Yeah. That's what the point of de- depositions yeah. are, yeah. is not only to get the information, but you're also seeing how someone's going to present at trial. Yeah. Because at trial, you don't get a redo. No. No. Um, and everything you say during your deposition is transcribed, and then it can be used against you. So, again... Um, let's just say you admitted that you ran the red light. Yeah. Okay. And you admitted that on deposition. And then we go to trial and you say, well, I didn't really run the red light. I, it was yellow (laughs) and I had slowed down, but I would have caused an accident behind me had I not gone through the light. So you've changed your story. Yep. Well, now we have recorded statements, maybe a police report. Yeah. And we're going to impeach your testimony, which is just a fancy way of saying (laughs) we're going against your credibility. Yes. If somebody says they're going to impeach something that you've done or said or something like that. Not a good idea. That is generally bad news. Yeah. Not good. Not good at all. Right. So that's an important thing to understand during a case is your behavior matters. Yes. Always take the high road. Yes. Go by our old standby rule. Don't be a jerk. Mm. Yep. Keep a record. Yeah. I'm a big fan, especially for personal injury and divorce cases. Yeah. Keep a journal. So when you say that, you said that earlier, and I want to make sure I'm I'm, I'm touching on that because it's like, you know, in my head I hear journal. I think it's like, today this happened and it made me feel that. And we're not talking that. You're talking about like as soon as something has happened, whatever that, that situation. It. Yeah. Just start writing the details down. While they're super fresh. Right. And be as specific as you can. And with that also. Take emotion out of it too. Yeah. Well, yes and no. So if you're the one that was injured. Yeah. Your emotions matter. Sure. You were rear-ended with your kids in the car Mm. on the way to the soccer game. Right. Kids didn't make it to the soccer game. You were terrified that your kids had been killed. Right. Um, yeah. They're strapped into their car seats. The car is now flipped on the side. You are bleeding and you can't get to your kids and the panic yeah. you felt. Yeah. And then after that, you're going to get treatment. Yeah. And you're going to notice what your kids are doing. Yeah. Um, for instance, I had a client who had a four-month-old baby. Or six-month-old baby. That hmm. was in a car accident with her. That's scary That six-month-old baby cannot verbalize yeah. what's, what's going happening. on. Yeah. The only thing that can be testified to is what the parents notice. Yeah. And what the doctors see. Yeah. And, you know, the chiropractor is saying, okay, what's he doing? And right. he's not turning his head to the left. He used to turn his head to the left. Now he'll turn it to the right and he'll go straight, but he won't turn it to the left. Yeah. Yeah. That might be the only clues you have. Right. Right. And in a personal injury case, it's important to be writing those down on the daily. Yeah. Because you might, a year and a half from now, you might not remember that a week after the accident, 
your baby stopped crying, mm. like wouldn't cry at all, mm. was traumatized by it. Yeah. And had gone into silence. Mm. And when a six-month-old baby doesn't cry. That ain't normal. That's a problem. Yeah. So what are we working through that with? Right. Um, how did it impact your day-to-day life? Mm. Uh, we had a medical malpractice case where um, the doctor – so one way to treat prostate cancer is mm. to implant radioactive seeds in the prostate. Okay. The doctor missed the prostate by nearly two inches and inserted the seeds at the base of his penis. The doctor then covered it up. The man's PSA levels, which are a level that shows that you have prostate cancer. They should be down at one and two when they're up at seven or higher. You have prostate cancer. His levels were staying at sixes and sevens. They weren't going down. He had to stop driving his truck. He was an over-the-road trucker. Oh, my God. He was eventually, it caused impotency permanently. Oh, my God. He was only 50. Oh so that affects his God. relations with Ugh. his wife. Yeah. And then he had to give himself a catheter every day. Oh, man. Have you ever had a catheter? No. It's not fun. No, I know enough about them to know that that's not a good thing. Right. That stuff matters. And having a record of the emotions of... Okay, so when you say journal, you're actually... Uh, I mean like, journal Take an actual it. journal, yeah. I mean, take the time to see what you notice. Yeah. And it's important because that can really affect... I guess, yeah, you are talking about suffering in that sense. You are suffering. Yeah. Now, when I, we're putting it into a divorce context... Right. I don't mean it that way. Right, right. That's one you need to take the emotion out. Right. It was, I'm supposed, 3, 7, 17. I was supposed to pick up little Johnny at 3 p.m. at this location per this agreement. She did not show. I did not get to see my son. Hmm. She broke the court order. Yeah. Which you don't necessarily need to write that stuff, but here was the agreement. This is what was broke. Yeah. I w- she was supposed to pay for little Johnny's soccer cleats. She wouldn't. He had soccer practice. I went and bought them. The cost was $50. Yeah. Hmm. So it's building a record. Yeah. But you have to build the record in the context of your case. Yeah. Not deleting text messages. Right. Or ordering the transcription or the report of the text messages. Right. Like monthly, so you can right. see all those communications. Right. Especially if your spouse or soon to be ex spouse is doing something crazy. Right. These are important things because hmm. you can't just hand the court your cell phone and say, read these text messages, judge. <laughs> that doesn't work. They need right. something they can keep. Yeah. And then you have the transcription done, and you'll st- sit on the ta- stand and say, yes, these are true and accurate depiction of. Right. Yeah. You know, the the, the goings the, on the that text have, Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Right. So hmm. that's what you're doing. Okay. So those kind of things are important. And that's why getting a good attorney up front mm-hmm. who can walk you through some of these things is important. Yeah. Um, and making sure you're setting yourself up for success right. through the litigation. Right. Because it's a complicated process. Yeah. Um 
another one, word that. Um, and if you're looking for a good attorney, by the way, I happen to know one. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so you know. You know somebody. <laughs> at least, at least, yeah, yes. Right. At least one, I guess. So right. You know. So those are all important things. The other thing that people love, I don't want to say love to, there's a lot of misunderstanding around damages. Okay. Okay. So especially in divorces, they want to talk about how they've been harmed. Right. Doesn't matter. Okay. Most states, and Ohio is one of them, is a no-fault state. Okay. So he cheated, she did this, he stole money, whatever. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah. What matters is what you did with all the money. Mm-hmm. What did you build together? What didn't you? Right. You know, what's separate, what's not? That's what matters. Yeah. Nobody cares that Bob cheated. Right. Doesn't matter. Right. If it affects the children. Yeah. So Bob's a raging alcoholic and shouldn't be left alone with the kids. That that matters. Yeah, that's a thing. Yes. It doesn't matter for the divorce. It right. matters for custody. Right. Um, so, for instance, we had one guy who or we represented the mom um, and they were getting a divorce and he was fine with the divorce. But he was in and out of alcohol treatment centers hmm. and he wanted half custody. It's like you can't take your son to a group home. No. And you, we can't trust that you're going to – we can't put him in a car with you. Right, yeah. Because you've had seven DUIs. That's bad. Yeah. That's a legitimate concern. You need to agree to this or we're going to fight you to, to the death. Yes. Because it's our son's safety. Yeah, yeah. And that's a concern. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. So, you know, that matters. When we talk about civil cases, so that is – Car accidents, breaches of contract, your home builder built a crappy house. Mm-hmm. When it's a business deal, there's no emotional damages. Right. Which is kind of crappy if you think about it. Like a home builder destroys your home. Right. That is your home. Right. Right. That's a big deal. That's emotional. Yeah. You don't get emotional damages though. Yeah. As a general rule. There right. are some exceptions to that, but as a general rule. Right. Your business partnership falls apart. Yeah. It's a bit, we call it a business divorce. It's really not a divorce, but. It's like a divorce. It's yeah. basically a divorce. Yeah. And it's that emotional. Yeah. There's no emotional damages there. Right. It's all the business. Hmm. But then when we talk about negligence cases, so malpractice. A personal injury, um, medical issues, mm. those kind of things. Well, those have an emotional sure. toll yeah. too, and those you can get emotional damages. Right. And everybody always wants to get their attorney fees paid for. <clears throat> always. <laughs> In Britain, that can happen. <laughs> Here it does not. We are under the American rule, which says everybody pays their own attorney fees, period. Yeah. Unless you fall under certain statutes for fraud or something along those lines. So before you go suing someone, let's make sure the damages are worth the fight. Right. I evaluate a lot of cases. Um, and like, for instance, one, I said this is not a good idea. Mm-hmm. And if they came to me today with the same case, I would turn it down. Hmm. But 
I said yes, but there were $7,000 worth of damages. Hmm. Only they didn't tell me that the $7,000 worth of damages were really $600 in out-of-pocket costs and $6,400 in time, in quotation Ah. marks. That was not actually tracked. (laughs) Great. So here we are four years later. Because we were in municipal court, then it got moved up to common pleas court because they counterclaimed with the intentional infliction of emotional distress. Oh, my God. So, big mess. Yeah. They've paid me way more than $7,000. So, even if we win, if it's a, I walk out of the courtroom, drop the mic, high fives everywhere, (laughs) this is amazing. Which happens all the time, right? Oh, yeah, all the time. Yeah. Um, you know, if it's one of those moments yeah. where you're like, yeah, you know, yeah, justice has been served, served yeah. right? You know, this is a few good men where, right. yeah, you have yeah. uh, Tom yeah. Cruise going, uh, um, yeah. witness has rights, uh, and everything has been put out on the table. Yeah, okay, those moments really don't happen very often, <laughs> but if you have that. My client's still going to lose because they have paid me more yeah. than the $7,000 they could be entitled to. Right, right. But this became emotional. It's all about the principle. Well, it's not the principle. So, I mean, when Both. you talk to clients, I mean, you're open and honest about that. So oh, like, you uh, have this, to be. Yeah, this this is not worth your time kind no. of thing. You right. Because you're not going to get the desired result out of this. It's, you're going to spend a shitload of money. Right. And, again, be very honest candid with your attorney yeah be honest and upfront yeah because that matters like yeah the fact that of your damages it wasn't seven thousand dollars out of pocket yeah it was six hundred dollars out of pocket right yeah that's it yeah don't exaggerate to your attorney no attorneys are also pretty good at sniffing out the truth too i've noticed true yeah so you know Maybe be honest about it. Right. Because they're going to know. Yeah. Like, I will tell you, in this one case, we go to trial in April. We have been doing this since 2012. That's what it is. And I have tried to get them to settle. I have tried to get them to walk away. I'm like, you are going to spend more money than you can ever, ever get. Hmm. Like, we filed it based on this theory. Right. But as we did discovery, we found out that none of that's really true. Yeah. You're going to lose. This is not going to go well. Even a win, you lose. Yeah. But sometimes clients make bad decisions and you go with it. So (laughs) Um, all the good, more reason to build a good team, get good advisors and, you know, know when to challenge them, but also listen to them. Yep. Listening's good. Listening is a good thing. Right. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. So that's all your fun. So that's if if you're getting, if you're going to be going to court, this is kind of the things you should know ahead of time before you start diving into that. Yep. Cool. I love it. Awesome. Awesome. Good talk. Yeah. Good talk. Um, I am ready for your joke of the week, but before that, we have our normal housekeeping duties. Um, so if you would like to follow us on social media, you can find us on Facebook. That is our primary landing page where you can comment, get news, suggest topics, or ask questions. If you are already following us, 
Thank you. We love you. You can also uh, follow Boxley and Media on Facebook as well. Uh, and if you are a Twitter person, uh, you can find me on Twitter. I am at the Almighty Ben. Uh, I've been a little, little light on the tweets lately, but I'm going to try to get back into that. And Jen has been really light on the tweets lately uh, because she doesn't tweet no. at all. So, yeah, there you go. Shameful not tweeting <laughs> enough. <clears throat> <laughs> Ah, if you are new. <laughs> for what you do, it's irrelevant. <laughs> I mean, right? Yeah, you're not commenting on big social things, so it's you know. It's, I don't care yeah. about the Kardashians. Oh God, <laughs> I have not met someone who does. So why are they so popular? Why do I know as much as I know about the Kardashians? Oh, <laughs> God, know. that's another nothing topic for a different unrelated day. topic. Right. Yes. If you are new to the show, welcome. We hope you come back. If you like the show, we would really appreciate it if you would take a few minutes out of your very busy day. Go to iTunes and rate and review us. It really helps us out with our visibility on the world's largest podcast repository. And finally, we would like to thank you, all of our listeners, for uh, sticking around and for continuing to listen and, and share it with other people. Uh, we really appreciate it. We've had a couple uh, weeks where both of us have been swamped uh, the past couple weeks. We're and sick. We're happy to be back and sick. Yeah. yeah. So we're, the plague's been going around. Yeah. But uh, sorry to do the rerun thing to you, but it's, uh, you know, we're so we're back at it this week and got more stuff coming but uh thank you and um and and if you, if you like what you hear please remember sharing is in fact caring yes and that it is, is a fact that is it is provable by science mm-hmm. sharing is caring sharing is caring yeah. all right well yes. tell me about your joke of the week so okay. i can be deeply right. offended yes this one's a <laughs> i'm not i'm not going to build this up this is kind of a dumb little joke but uh what do you call satan and a lawyer I don't know. Twins. <laughs> That's stupid. That's a really stupid joke. I apologize. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Your anyway. snooty Yale joke would have been better. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's, I don't like, the, there's a lot oh. of like story type jokes, but that involves me like getting the nuance, like telling a joke like that <sighs> takes a little more you know, finesse and I, I'm And usually, he doesn't have that finesse. I do have finesse, but I also look these up literally sometimes as I'm reading them to you. So, oh, it's a little hard. To he do likes that. to prepare. I, Always I way on top should, of things. Okay. In other words, basically, I should be better prepared for this crap. So, yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, I am Ben Needenthal. And I'm Attorney Jen Rout reminding you ignorance of the law rem- excuses no man from following it. <laughs> All right, folks. We will see you next time. This program is meant to be informative in nature and does not constitute actual legal advice or form an attorney-client relationship in any way. Views and opinions stated in this program are solely the views and opinions of the speaker. Each situation is different. Always consult an attorney in your state to analyze your specific legal needs. This program may change your views of attorneys in general, as they are not what they seem on TV. I mean, seriously, could the main character in Suits actually exist in real life? Boxland Media. Think big. This week's support for the fine print with attorney Jen Rout comes from Thriven Financial. For more than 100 years, Thriven has offered financial guidance about saving, spending, and sharing. Thriven helps more than 2.3 million member owners be wise with money through its broad range of products and services, including life insurance, annuities, and mutual funds. To learn more about what makes Thrivent unique, contact John Grolo, FIC Financial Associate, at 614-567-7141.